Hey y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're sorry that we made you go so long without hearing our voice. Our, <laughs> our Already. Our already voices. I'm messing up. Our voices. Yeah. yeah. We're so sorry you guys. But I was kind of like offended at how many people were like, oh yay, now I can catch up. It's like, okay, why have you not been like at midnight when it goes up on Thursday, like listening to it right then. Like y'all I just should be, don't understand. It's not that hard. Y'all should be waiting up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's your best friend's birthday. Yeah. Like sitting up waiting for it to hit. Yeah. The streaming platforms. Like what are you? What else do you have going on in your you life? Don't Tell me have that. anything. <laughs> Tell me right now. What um, else you but have. no, we're excited to be back. Yeah. Uh, things happen yeah technical difficulties i was um proud of dalton for owning up <laughs> he's like i <laughs> he messed <did>. up <laughs> no husband, goodness gracious episode this week my husband some he of you may it. be friends with him on facebook if you know him but he shared the ketchup like graphic <laughs> and said i dropped the ball this week guys i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but so just long story short anytime you do anything like this it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah, in case you don't know, if you're not like a, a pro podcaster. Like us. Like, <laughs> you, you know, some of these things just like happen, you know, like technical difficulties just happen. So. Yeah, but we're we're back and we're ready to talk about part two of should we care what others think. I think that the first part of the conversation went really well. Um, you know, I feel like people were encouraged. I was encouraged by our conversation <coughs> sorry yes but before we go into that let's do jesus junk and joy mm-hmm. just like yeah briefly yeah so my jesus was had a really good um it's always like the sermon at church <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was um really good about and I, it's crazy because okay i guess this is my jesus moment I woke up Thursday morning or Friday morning at 5 a.m. having, like, serious anxiety. Like, my heart was beating fast. Like, just spiraling intrusive thoughts. Like, just was having a hard time breathing. And it was um, really scary. And I just... And it was because... (laughs) I was afraid that something was going to go wrong with picking up my prescription. If you guys don't know, I have epilepsy and so I have to take medicine every day. And so I was afraid that something was going to go wrong because I changed my um, insurance over and and all that. And I just got like irrationally like worried, just started worrying. And then like the next morning um, or two mornings later or whatever, I um, read my like new morning mercies and it was literally all about like worry and how wow. God's in control. And then the uh, sermon on Sunday was about um, the choosing of Matthias to replace Judas in mm-hmm. Acts. And it was just talking about, yeah, God's like mystery of his sovereignty and, um, you know, how he cares for us. And it was just so good. And it really did help. And then I went to the pharmacy today and. The lady that I that I talked to was actually super, super sweet and really, really helpful. And I was able to get my prescription in time and no problems, no issues at all. And yeah, so that was my Jesus moment because I just was like, 
super um, thankful and grateful that, you know, God really is in control of the small things and the big things. So That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I need to make sure Jake's not eating the food that's on the stove. Okay. So go ahead and talk about your junk. Yeah, we'll perfect. <laughs> um, okay, let's all talk bad about Rihanna. I'm just kidding. Um, my junk, you guys, let's see. My junk was, I guess it was just the anxiety part of that. Like, just feeling really scared and um, sad and just having those thoughts. Like, even Sunday morning whenever I was going up to, um, or when we were rehearsing to lead worship, I my heart was beating so fast up on the, um, up there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even breathe. I can't even get through this song that I have to I'm sing because I couldn't, couldn't breathe. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that was the junk part was just the feeling, that feeling of anxiety and, like, scared that something wasn't going to happen and that I was going to have a seizure and, like, all this stuff, crazy stuff, you know? Gosh, Victoria. I know. And then my joy of... Being Victoria's friend is stressful. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's sanctifying, that's for sure. Um, But, yeah, my joy was... We had a really good community group yesterday. It was so sweet. And people hung out afterwards and... Which is good. And also, I got to pick up my friend Morgan, who flew in from um, Portland. We got to pick her up from the airport in Pensacola on Friday and spend a little time with her. And it was good. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That was That's my awesome. Jesus Junk and Joy. What about you? Yay. So, my Jesus, I've officially, this isn't like a brag on me, it's more like a brag on God's Word. I've <laughs> read all 150 Psalms this year. Yay. That's so cool. And it's just consistent. Yeah. Like, the message of the Bible really is so consistent. Yeah. It's good. And in the Psalms, you just see time after time that the main theme is God's steadfast love, God's deliverance, mm-hmm. God's wisdom, His mercy, His law. Just all the characteristics of God that make Him who He is are repeated time and again in the yeah. Psalms. That's good. And I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that, you know, I was able to see that through. Um, and then in the Bible reading plan that we do with our church, we're reading through them again. So That's awesome. So by the end of the year, we'll have read through all 150 Psalms, at, like, twice. Yeah. So you will have, and yeah. my advice to anyone who wants to start reading the Bible more, but you don't really know where to start, like, you don't want to start at the beginning because it feels overwhelming, but you don't just want to hop around either, like between Old Testament, New Testament. Mm-hmm. Read the Psalms. That's good. Read a Psalm a day. I mean, some of them are super short. It'll take you three minutes, if that. Some of them are longer, like Psalm 119 is really long. And you may have, you know, want to split that up into two or three days. Yeah. But if you are just like, I want to start reading more scripture, don't know where to start, I want to add something in. With my daily devotion, read a psalm a day. Mm-hmm. That's good. A psalm a day keeps the devil away. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote. That's it, a, I'm going to share that. On, I don't want that on a t-shirt. That's a canvas quote that I'm going to make to this week, tomorrow. <laughs> a psalm a day keeps the devil away. But people will share that unironically. So. I, could, I had to say it. That's right. I had to. That's true. Um, my junk. Okay, so I have been feeling, this is kind of deep. Ooh. 
and I talked to you about this earlier, I have been feeling like very discontent mm-hmm. with a few areas in life, mm-hmm. specifically my home, mm-hmm. I guess material things, um, yeah, really those two things. Yeah. But a lot of it really goes back to social media. Yes. And so on Sunday, so yesterday, I was like, I'm going to just be without this for a minute mm-hmm. for at least seven days and then kind of see how I'm feeling. But it's such a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of things with social media that can be used for good. Absolutely. I mean, we advertise this podcast on social media. Yeah. Like, that's how we reach you guys in a lot of ways. But, like, there, I don't know. Yeah. I'd argue there may be more things wrong. I would also argue that. Yeah. I mean, you just have to be so discerning and have self-control. That's, yeah, that's going to be a podcast episode for sure, y'all. Yeah, it has to be. So I guess my junk is just that feeling of being discontent and mm-hmm. putting, couldn't really put a finger on what it was. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, maybe if I would stop comparing myself to every single post that I see yep. of someone else's beautiful home or whatever, true. which we're blessed. We have a great home. Like I'm not, it's so funny how today my perspective has totally changed. Right. Like being without it for just one day. Yeah. And I, those thoughts are not as prevalent. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess that would also be my joy. Um, just realizing con- that comparison is is the thief of joy. And mm-hmm. we talked about this on, on an episode recently. But if you need a sign to maybe do a social media cleanse or <laughs> social media fast, like this yeah. is your sign, it's never a bad time to... Say okay, I'm gonna take take a break, a break from this. From this. Yeah, I agree. Um, like last night, normally my bedtime routine is like I'll get ready for bed, get in the bed, and start scrolling. Scrolling, right? But actually, last night I started reading Kyle Bashir's book on yeah. apathy. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So I'm excited to like dig into that and read that at night instead of oh, let me just scroll. Mm-hmm. And you know, mess up my body's melatonin levels and make it think that it's still daytime when it's actually night. It's just so much better to. I mean, I'll probably be back on it in a couple weeks, but I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to say, "Oh, look at me, I got all whatever." I'm just telling you guys, if you need a sign to do it, you need a break. Do it. Just yeah, you're not. No one cares. No. Like I'm sorry, but no one's gonna miss you if you're not on Instagram. Yeah. Also, like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, speaking if it, of no one cares. If it aids in your <laughs> sanctification. Right. Yeah. So. Right. At the end of the day, if you, if it is an idol, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think we know, a lot of times we know what our idols are in our lives. Yeah. If you don't know what your idols are, just like ask your husband <laughs> or ask like a close friend, friend. Mm-hmm. you know, and they could probably tell you a couple things what do you spend the most time on what do you spend the most money on Mm. what do you spend the most time thinking about right right that screen time that'll show you what your idols are yeah that bank account it will show you what your idols are (laughs) yeah right so it's good this week 
Yeah, sorry. I kind of did Okay, a whole, but what was your joy? I did a little mini episode. Oh, my joy. School started back. Yay. Yeah, school started back. So, woohoo. Yay. And if you're one of my students listening to this, hey, I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. Hey. Some of them are listening because they think they're going to get bonus points for they're sure. Not. But. Y'all aren't. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Y'all know Miss Steiner like I know her. <laughs> She's not giving you bonus points for that. No, you got to do something actually um, worth academic, it. I guess. Yeah. According to rules. Yeah, this world ain't just going to hang you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely my joy, starting school back. And the first week went really well. Like, it was definitely exhausting, but it was good. And so just seeing all my students and um, them coming up to me, giving me hugs and just, you know, talking about their summer and telling them like I missed them and stuff because I, I did I mean of course I enjoyed the summer yeah but you know you get to know your students and then you miss them and you want to see what they've been up to and stuff yeah so it's good yeah I my brother just said can't be talking junk just joy because <laughs> <laughs> he does we're recording that's funny all right um yeah well part two let's get into it Let's get into it. Yeah, it's so weird recording this, like, again. Um, But maybe it's going to be even better than it was before. I hope so. And the Lord uses it. Like, because it was, I remember when we had the first, when we were recording it, like, it was just very, it was very sanctifying and, like, good for us. Oh, yeah. So maybe the Lord's like, nah, that just needs to be for y'all this time. Maybe so. (laughs) I mean, I, you know, everything happens... For a reason, and yeah, and the Lord works all things together for our good. He he will do that. That he will. He didn't probably. He probably didn't purposefully delete. You know the podcast. Okay, but but here's the thing, guys. Yeah, I had the weirdest feeling right after we recorded that night. Oh yeah, this is weird. Okay, so listen to this. Now I'm not saying, (laughs) but just listen. Okay, so. That we recorded that night. Yeah. This is like, what, three weeks ago now? I don't even know. Yeah. And. Two weeks ago, yeah. I said, I got in the shower and I was just like thinking and I got out of the shower and I told Dalton, I said, I'm worried the episode's going to delete. Like he, li- she literally just was like, I think it's going to get deleted. And that's never happened before to Not one of weird. our episodes. And so I just had the strangest sensation, like had this feeling in my spirit it's going to delete. That's so weird. It's very weird. And I'm not even... Yeah. Like, I don't really get feelings like that yeah. often. It's kind of crazy. But I told Dalton, I said, Dalton, I think it's going to delete. Like, can you please go save it and everything, like, right now? Yeah. And so he did. <laughs> and then the second part still... Yeah, it got deleted. Disappeared. So, Yeah weird yeah it was crazy though it was crazy like I had that feeling because it was so good yeah that's what it was it was so it was you never know like there's so many other there's so many factors like that I don't know that could be we could have said something that maybe you know came out the wrong way and that was the Lord's protection that could have just straight up be spiritual warfare because maybe the Satan ain't wanting it to get out there I don't know But too bad because we recorded it again. Yeah. So, right. So whatever. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, 
I mean, really, this second part, we wanted to talk about the spiritual aspect of caring about what other people think. So we kind of determined that with the physical appearance side of it, with the surface level side of it, it just, it truly kind of depends. So Mm -hmm. you can go back and listen to part one, excuse me, part one to get more insight on that. But this episode, we wanted to hit on as Christians, Mm -hmm. should we care what others think? In yeah. that, should we care what the world thinks? Yeah. And what our other brothers and sisters think? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's a question to be asked. Right. Because often we can approach the gospel and approach like even sharing the gospel with a sense of, well, it's it's the truth. So I don't mm-hmm. necessarily care how it comes across. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is this. Spoiler alert, the gospel is offensive. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything to it <laughs> to make it offensive. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to, you know, be like, have it be more bold yeah. than it already is. Yeah. You don't, like, it just is. Yeah, that's good. The gospel is offensive because it's countercultural, yeah. right? People yes. don't want to believe that yeah. that there is a savior and that you know they're dead in their sin but there is a savior who can take all of that away and yeah. who's paid that debt that's good because we are so it's like we're hell-bent on working for our salvation mm-hmm. that because look at every other religion yeah that's good right every other religion is like let me work toward Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. do 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 i'm gonna do more i'm gonna say the right things i'm gonna you know pay penance i'm gonna whatever it is right but the gospel says done Mm -hmm. that's good so yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly but no yeah that's good it's good so you know yeah sorry were you gonna say something Uh oh okay so I guess, where do we want to start with, well, we have the freedom of self-forgetfulness, which mm-hmm. is an amazing little read. Yeah. You can read it in an, an hour. hour. Did we just? Yeah, and we said it like same timbre, same everything. everything. Ooh, that's cringe. The freedom of self-forgetfulness, yeah. Tim Keller, he's with the Lord now. The late great. Yes. Yeah. He passed away just this year, mm-hmm. but amazing author amazing just like what a I don't know what a testament what a faithful servant yeah yeah. I 100% believe that the Lord is like yeah well Well done done. (laughs) no Victoria (laughs) y'all we keep literally doing these same things I cannot make this up I know I cannot make this up but some things I just wanted to share so on page 31. <laughs> yeah, All right, turn, so to, turn with me to Turn page. with me to page 31. Yeah. So the Apostle really. Paul is kind of the focal point for this. Now, if you know anything about the Apostle Paul, <laughs> he was not your textbook conversion, yeah. right? Like he was confronted by Jesus on the road to Damascus yep. and blinded by the light of the Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and before that, 
He was murdering Christians. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was. And if he wasn't doing it, yeah. he was cheering on people who were. Yeah. So you talk about someone who was radically transformed. Yeah. Radically transformed. Huge. So Paul, he didn't get, like he didn't care what others thought mm-hmm. because he knew what Christ had done for him. Mm-hmm. So he, because he had that knowledge and that experience with the Lord mm-hmm. and his personality was bold. You mm-hmm. got to think about Paul's personality even before he was converted. Yeah. God didn't change his personality. God transformed him and used his personality to glorify the Lord. It's good. Very good. And Paul, long story short, didn't care what other people thought. Mm-hmm. He was an evangelist and a missionary and was persecuted and ultimately died for his faith. Right. And what he's saying essentially is like, I don't care what you think. I don't care what I think. Mm-hmm. He brings us, Paul brings us into this new territory that we don't really know anything about, right? Yes. So he says his ego, this is what Tim Keller says, his ego is not puffed up. It is filled up. He's talking about humility, although I hate using the word humility because this is nothing like our idea of humility. Paul is saying that he's reached a place where his ego draws no more attention to itself than any other part of his body. Mm. He has reached this place where he's not thinking about himself anymore. He does something wrong or something good. He does not connect it necessarily to himself. Yes. Right? So the ego is interesting. So think about your big toe. All right, you don't think about your big toe, right? Yeah. That's not something you're like, oh, my big toe feels great today. Yeah. Or my nose feels great today. But mm-hmm. do you know when you do think about those things? When they're broken. Yeah. When you have a broken big toe or a broken nose. Your ego is the same way. Yeah. You're not thinking, oh, my ego is filled up today. I feel great today. Right. You only start to think about it when your ego's been bruised. Yeah. So when you can get out of that mindset of, oh, well, everything has to do with me. Mm-hmm. It's very freeing. And that's the whole point of the freedom of self-forgetfulness. Yeah, it's good. I don't want to... I feel like I keep talking over you. No, you're, <laughs> you haven't been talking over me at all. I haven't even... Yeah, no, you're you're good. Um, yeah, so there was another thing. Yeah, it's... It, Paul really... <laughs> he really does not... He really did not care what people thought. Of him. Um, or at least if he did, he didn't show it in his writings, you know? Right. Um, and so we have a couple of articles that I definitely want to um, bring up. So when we're talking about, and we talked about this lo- like a little bit in the last episode of, okay, we should care about what others people, other people think a little bit in some ways. And then in other ways, no, we shouldn't. So, um... Uh, oh yeah John Piper so there was it's an interview so it's like you know should I care what what at all what people think of me um and he brings up kind of some points of like we're not supposed to aim at offense so we're not trying to we should not go out of our way to offend the world unnecessarily we should not be afraid of offending the world when necessary anyways um Proverbs so he talks about do not aim at offense. So a good name is to be chosen rather than great 
riches and favor is better than silver silver or gold so we should want a good name in the community yeah I mean sorry yeah no you're (laughs) fine yeah and like letting your light shine like we're supposed to be we're ambassadors for Christ that's what we are right um and so you know Matthew 5 16 let your light shine before others um you know keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evil doers they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation so not aiming at offense but also like about the you know not fearing offense Galatians 1:10 like for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man if I were still trying to please man I would not be a servant of Christ right so you're never supposed to rank the approval of man above the truth and the righteousness of the gospel um yeah so well in a way to kind of I feel like summarize that is we got to understand that we're not seeking the approval of man. Right. Because our ultimate approval comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we also have to keep in mind that we are representatives of Christ. Right. So with that, speaking the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Okay. You speak the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. But doing that in love. And I think a lot of times, and I'm going to tread lightly here, specifically in like the, okay, so went to a Christian university and I minored in theology Mm -hmm. and Victoria's husband, he majored in philosophy, but he had like some theology. theology. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He minored in theology too. So. In the <laughs> in the academic community mm-hmm. of theology, a lot of times what you'll see is this knowledge that puffs up. Mm-hmm. And specifically in like the Reformed camp, yeah. you can see it a little bit more. And it's almost this idea, and I'm guilty of it. I yeah. was guilty of it too. It's something that, you know, I had to be sanctified in, but... Specifically, like in the Reformed camp, you can see often when people first start to learn about certain doctrines, Mm -hmm. they think they have this higher knowledge. Yeah. And then they want to go share that higher knowledge that is kind of a second tier, appear to be first tier issues. Salvific issues. And what I mean by that, yeah. So a first tier issue when it comes to doctrine, which is just... Basically, the teachings of of your of the faith that you are in, so Christian doctrine. First tier issues are issues that are dealing specifically with salvation. Mm-hmm. So, and also things like the Trinity, mm-hmm. um, and understanding that Jesus absolutely is one hundred percent man, one hundred percent God, all those things. But then there are other things that are kind of second tier. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're still going to be in heaven with the people who believe those. Mm-hmm. But what we can get into if we're not careful is feeling like, oh, I have this higher knowledge. Right. Or I know more than someone else. hmm And it can be arrogant. Yeah. And, like, what is that doing? Like, at that, like, are you excited to tell people about that because you want to be 
validated in those beliefs and you are you want people to know that you know something else about God or is it because you genuinely believe these things and you believe them to be true and you are trying to communicate those things that in, in love right right is it because you believe mm-hmm. that they are building up others right and ultimately that's that's the question yeah is what you say and what you do yeah building up the kingdom yeah right um, you don't want to say something just to get a rise out of someone. That's good. Right? Yeah. You want to choose your words carefully, especially when you're sharing the gospel with other people, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel like there's going to be some dissonance and some yeah. tension that happens there. Yeah. But you have to understand that it's you're not saving anyone. Mm-hmm. It's the Lord that does the work. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in um, in Samuel when the people reject Samuel. And God says, they have not rejected you. They've rejected me. Right. So I understand how you feel, Samuel, because they've rejected me for years. The God who saved them, who brought them out of e- Egypt. Right. Brought them out of sl- slavery. Right. They've rejected me. Right. And another thing is like you, like I said earlier, the gospel is offensive enough on its own. (laughs) You don't have to be like, oh, you're a filthy sinner and you're horrible and all this stuff. All you have to say is, look, we were all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. We were all dead in our sin. Mm -hmm. And the Lord called, if you're talking personally, the Lord called me up and called me out. Yeah. And he forgave me and he cleansed me and he made me whole. Yeah. You got to take yourself out of that equation, right? Mm-hmm. You got to, it's all God-centered. It's yeah. God-centered. Yeah. When it becomes God-centered, it's less about you. It's yes. not about you at all. Yeah. It's about what's been done for you. Yeah. But ultimately it's pointing to Jesus. Yeah. That's so good. when you can say, okay, like Paul, I don't care what you guys think. I don't even care what I think. Mm-hmm. I just care that... I, that you hear this. That's good. That you hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, it's it's this freedom that comes with knowing you're not going to save anyone. Yeah. You can't. If we could save each other, if we could save other people, then there would be no point in Jesus. Right. So, and this, another thing this book says, a truly gospel humble person is not a self-hating person or a self-loving person, but a gospel humble person. Mm-hmm. Self-forgetful, whose ego is just like his or her toes. It just works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't draw attention to itself. The toes just work. The ego just works, right? Neither one of them are like drawing attention, right? right. It's like, for example, you don't need to go into every conversation with the intention of, okay, I want to make these people, like, I want them to know that I love Jesus. Yeah. I want them to, I want to talk about Jesus at every turn, at every chance I get. Not that that's a wrong thing to do, but when you are just saturated in the love of Christ, it's when good. you are in the Word, when you are, you know, in community, when you're in church, all of those things, you know, in prayer, mm-hmm. guys, when you're walking in the Spirit, People will know there's something different about you. Yeah. They will. Mm -hmm. 
you don't necessarily have to say on the first time you meet someone, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Now, if that opportunity presents itself, yeah. then sure, of course. And let me say this, your knowledge of doctrine, your knowledge of right doctrine is not what's going to save those people. Mm. Right. It's not. Right. Um, I was convicted the other day, um, to, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, and I was hit by kind of like... Yeah, the Holy Spirit was like, hey. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, shoot. Now I have to say this out loud in community group. But I, um, when I'm not in the word or in prayer and like actively walking with the Lord, with my father, like in communication with my father who loves me and cares for me and who calls me daughter, who calls me friend, you know, um, when I'm not walking with him, I fall back on oh well at least I know the right things about God mm. at least I'm saved and I know I know enough I know a, a, about God I know mm, enough yeah. about God and that really just leads to legalism that's going Woo. to lead to legalism say it again if you're yeah. not walking with the Lord reading your Bible like praying and you're just falling back on the fact that you know a lot about God yeah, it's going to lead to legalism, straight up. You don't That's know everything about God. That's what it is. That's legalistic. Right. Um, And, yeah, so, like, with that, and, in, and, you know, we can do a whole episode on evangelism and sharing the gospel. But, um, yeah, we're meant to reflect. We're ambassadors of Christ. So, what does Jesus call himself? He describes himself with two words, gentle and lowly. Mm -hmm. If we are to be like Christ, how much should, I mean, like our demeanor should be loving and caring and truthful right. when we're speaking to other people. And that is something like when you're not trying to please people, like it's so freeing. We talked about that. So there was, um, there's a gospel coalition article called let Jesus set you free from people pleasing. Um, oh, and, people pleasing is a yeah. Wow, that's and it was talking about how when we're stuck in the trap of people pleasing, we forget that God's approval has already been given to us in Christ. Like you Amen. said earlier, like God's approval has already, you know, we're we're free to, like, we're free to love others. We're free free to love our enemies because we're not worried about what they're thinking about us. Right. Like, there's so much there. And to love your enemies <laughs> is to heat burning coals over their head. Mm -hmm. Right. And another thing, like Victoria just said, you have the ultimate approval in yeah. Christ. Yeah. All right. Listen. <laughs> only in the gospel of Jesus Christ, only in the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. you get the verdict before the performance. Yeah. That's good. Talk about no it. No other religion. No other religion. I'm sorry. If you can name one. Tell me. The work is done. Mm -hmm. The work is done because you could never do it. You could never do it. Yeah. You could try your hardest mm -hmm. and you wouldn't do it. You would be left just longing for more, right? Yeah. The atheist might say they get their self-image from being a good person. They're a good person and they hope eventually they'll get a verdict that confirms they're a good person. Mm-hmm. Performance leads to the verdict. You know, if you think about any other, you know, Buddhism, 
um, Islam, like anything, any other religion, you have the performance before the verdict. Mm -hmm. But what Christ says is the work is done. Yeah, that's good. Right? So you don't have to always be concerned constantly with your performance. Mm Mm-hmm. Or what others think about your performance. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what this looks like in church. Mm -hmm. Caring what others think about you in church. Mm -hmm. Are you a small group leader because you care what others think? Yeah. Are you a deacon because you care what others think? Yeah. Are you teaching at BBS because you care what others think? Or are you doing all of those things to serve the Lord and to serve the kingdom? Yeah. Like, are you, like, going and so focused on being, like, the perfect, the perfect church member? Like, the perfect serve, like, service? Like, because, like, are you doing all these things and caring about what other people think and then, but you're not really walking with the Lord? Or, like, you haven't read your Bible in a while. Or you haven't prayed in a while, spent time alone time with the lord um the one who you're doing all these things for are supposed supposed to be you know well and it doesn't at the end of the day you can appear to be perfect that's good and be so far from jesus it's real easy it's really really easy to fake it you Mm -hmm. get good at it the more that you do it and that's the thing we're free from that yeah we're not Pharisees. Yeah. We're not Sadducees. We're not the Jewish council. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why they didn't understand Jesus. Well, ultimately, it was all part of God's sovereign plan that Jesus would go to the cross. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, 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 wait. But the rules. Yeah. The rules. Yeah. We got to remember the rules. Mm-hmm. We have to look a certain way, act a certain way. Wait, what will other people think? Yep. That's it. It's not about that. Yeah, and they missed the Savior. Right, they missed Jesus. Yeah. And so in Christianity, the moment we believe, God imputes Christ's perfect performance to us as if it were our own. Ooh, is that in that? Yes. Oh, that's good. The moment we believe, God imputes Christ's perfect performance to us as if it were our own. Yeah, that's good. What Christ did, what he accomplished... That, you're a part of that. Yeah. Because he grafts you in, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, stop worrying so much about how others perceive you. Yeah. And start thinking more about how can I be Christ-like. Yes. It's, again, it's like, that's how we resolve that that tension. So, um, in this Desiring God article, he says, like, how is the tension between these two groups of passages to be resolved? The one's... Where it's like, you know, keep your conduct, you know, good among the Gentiles. And this is, you know, this is how we're supposed to do these things, you know, um, have a good reputation with those outside the the church. Um, He said, how is this, you know, how is the tension between these two groups of passages to be resolved? Answer, by realizing that our aim in life is for, quote, Christ to be magnified in our bodies, whether by life or by death. Philippians 1, 19 through 20. In other words, with Paul, we do care, really care about what others think of Christ. Their salvation hangs on what they think of Christ. 
and our lives are to display his truth and beauty. So we must care what others think of us as representatives of Christ. Love demands it. If we love others, we have to care what they think about. Right. About how we are representatives of Christ. Right. But notice where the ascent falls. Not on our value or our excellence or our virtue or our power and wisdom. It falls on whether Christ is honored by the way people think of us. Does Christ look great because of the way we live? It matters to us whether he does. That's what it should matter to us. And isn't that the number one thing? That was so good. That was so good. Isn't that the number one thing you hear... When people are talking about Christianity, say you're sharing your faith with someone and they say, well, all Christians are hypocrites. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Mm. We all need Jesus. Yeah. You're, yeah, okay, you're proving my point. Mm -hmm. Come to church. Yeah. Like, yeah, church is full of people who need Jesus every day. Mm -hmm. Even Christians need Jesus every day. (laughs) Yeah. So if the church is made up of believers, don't think, oh, well, I can't go to church because, you know, all of those people are just hypocrites and I don't want to be a part of that. Okay, that's a cop out. You're going to a place that's just full of, like, people. Just like if you were going to a party or a Walmart or anywhere else with your friends, like, church is just a, it's a place full of people who are also imperfect just like any other group of people you're going to be around that are all there for a common purpose and a common belief. And yeah, it's... So if you think church people are hypocrites... You're right. Yeah. You're right. We are. (laughs) Because every day... Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously... We should try not to be. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like there's nuance there, of of course. course. But... Every day I wake up with the intention, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to glorify God today. Like, that's what I want to do every day. Do you Mm -hmm. think that happens every day? No. No. Absolutely not. So I guess by definition, if a hypocrite (laughs) is someone who says one thing and does Does another, another. (laughs) then yeah, of course we do that. But just because we're saved doesn't mean... Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. We can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this and you're trying to be perfect, you're going to have to stop. <laughs> because you're taking, it's God's glory. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's God's glory. Yeah. You're never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. There's someone listening to this that needs to hear that. That's true. You can't be. You have to stop trying. You you need to try to be holy, set yeah. apart. Set apart. That's good. But you're not going to be perfect. No. And, like, really? Yeah, and I think we probably did mention that quote in the first episode. The, you know, self-forgetfulness, like, I mean, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's from that book. Yeah, the, Tim Keller. So, yeah, it it's not being down on yourself and beating yourself up and saying, I mean, we talked about that a few weeks ago in whatever episode that was where we kind of talked about just, um, you know, repentance and, and not beating, you know, what, what that looks like is not turning to yourself, but turning to Christ, turning to God. And... Yeah, you're, 
it's not beating yourself up and saying, I'm the worst, I'm just, I'm terrible, whatever, because that's still prideful. It's just as bad as you saying, I'm Guess awesome. What? Guess it's what? just the same. You're still thinking about you. Right. It's still you're about making, you. You're making yourself the center of yeah. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. When you say, when you like think about something that you said in the grocery store mm-hmm. to someone that maybe you used to work with, mm-hmm. when you think about that for three days, that makes that about you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, same thing if you walk in somewhere and you think, I'm better than all these people and yeah. you're filled up with pride. That's also about you. Yeah. In both scenarios, whether you're beating yourself up or building yourself up, it's ego-centered. Yeah, that's good. So that's, we have to take yourself out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Just take self out of it. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're not going to have to think about it quite as much yeah. because you realize it's not about you. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, I exist in this world yeah. to love others like Jesus loves mm-hmm. and to be a representative for Christ and to point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's hard, y'all. It is a part of the sanctification process because we're not going to do that all the time. But... Hopefully, we're going to learn to do, to think of ourselves less as we go throughout life in this sanctification process. Right. But, yeah, it's not, it's not always easy, but remembering where your value comes from, that you are loved, that you are cared for, that you are bought and with a price and you, like, are not like you've been given gifts to serve the church to serve the body like you are special in that way yeah but like what are you going to do with those those gifts you know like you need to be the one that's you know well and I think too you know a lot of people would say well I can't share the gospel and not to make this an evangelism episode but Uh People will say, well, I can't share the gospel because, well, for one, I'm worried about what others think. And for two, I don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You, you're you not supposed to know all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So the gospel is a simple message. Mm-hmm. And we've said it time and again throughout this podcast. It's a simple message. Mm-hmm. We're called Little, to share that. Children can understand it for right. a reason. Right. That's what we're called to do and if you don't have all the answers if a person that you're sharing just tell them your story yeah about the lord and what he's done for you because if you do try to talk make it about yourself you're going to fall short and because you're not going to be able to tell enough about all the good things you know but um yeah it's again like kind of like Brianna said, like the gospel can be offensive and is offensive to the sinner, you know, and of course it is, but the whole Ephesians too, like Mm -hmm. you were dead in your sin, children of wrath, far from God, but God being rich in mercy. So that's the bad news that you were children of wrath. That's the bad news, but there is good news that you are, you can be adopted. You can be loved by you know what I mean and and brought in grafted in to the family of God that's so good that's good news right um and so focus on like 
focus on that. Like remember that in whenever you are, and again, not turn it into evangelism episode, but it is really like a good reminder to not be a people pleaser in that way. Right. Um, right. I do. I did want to share this quote from that Gospel Coalition article, and I remember <laughs> sharing it whenever we recorded this before. But it was people pleasing is a prison. It keeps us from speaking truth to our friends because we're scared to offend. It prevents us from preaching the gospel to those who oppose it. It tempts us to compromise our convictions and adhere to man-made rules or to avoid judgment. It makes us more devoted to fitting in our various subcultures than to being shaped by the infallible word of God. Well, yeah, there you go. That's good. That's very true. That's very true when you're constantly thinking about and I do think that women may struggle with this a little bit more, mm-hmm. at least stereotypically. Mm-hmm. Um, not that men don't, but just in a different way. Yeah. And another thing is like in this book, true cost, true gospel humility means I stop connecting every experience, every conversation, everything that happens with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you find yourself doing that, if you find yourself, oh, I'm in this room and everyone's looking at me and I'm awkward and I'm, you know, yeah. I should, like, I'm not going to say anything because it'll just sound dumb, whatever. Okay, you're going to have to stop doing that <laughs> because it's not, I promise you, 99% of the time, you're thinking about it so much more than anyone else is. Yeah. So much more. Yeah. And there is absolutely anxiety that comes with that. And yep. people do struggle with... And we talked like, about that. Yeah, in the and first I know episode. some of you guys, some of y'all stay up at night thinking about it. Yeah. Talk to somebody yeah, about that. Exactly. Because if it's, it's one thing to think, oh, that was silly. Why did I say that? Yeah. Or like, I do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Why would I ever or say that? Or overthink that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to overthink things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everyone is far more concerned with what they've got going on. <laughs> Yeah. Than what you've got going going on. on. Right? That's right. And so just stop thinking about yourself. Mm -hmm. And instead of waking up and thinking about you, wake up and think, how can I serve someone else today? Yeah. How can I serve my friend today? How can I serve my husband today? Yeah. Um, And that's going to glorify the Lord. That's going to help your relationships. It's going to do a lot of things. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I I think there are really two sides to this. Yeah. Should we care what others think? It depends. (laughs) That's the answer. It it truly does. Because, you know, in part, we should care, like you said, what they think. A lot of people, if they don't know Jesus, if they don't know church, if they are completely turned off to the gospel... You need to make it your mission to be so Christ-like that they have to ask what's different. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right? They That's have exactly to right. ask what's different. And you can say with full confidence, Jesus, mm-hmm. that's what's different. Mm-hmm. How can you? How are you so happy all the time, Victoria? How do you stay encouraged and how do you stay, um, you know, how do you keep going in life even when hard things happen? Yeah. The difference is Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. One hundred percent of the time. That's right. Some of it you may can do on your own, mm-hmm. but you're going to hit a point where you can't anymore. Yeah. On the way to work this morning, I thought it's going to have to be Jesus that does it today in me. Yeah. 
because it's Monday. I was stressed out about lesson plans. I was worried about, you know, a couple different things. And, well, something at school got canceled this week, so that is one thing off my plate. Mm -hmm. But I just, I you have to give it to the Lord. Yeah. Lord, this is, I'm giving you this situation. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, again, like the not worrying about what people think and, and focusing on Christ doesn't mean that you're not going to be suffering or hurting. Like, that that doesn't mean you're going to be happy all the time. Don't right, fake it. Right. Don't, Don't hear us yeah, saying that. Yeah. You need to be vulnerable with your community. You need to be um, sharing your hurt with people that are close to you, that know you, that know the Lord. You need to be sharing, you know, confessing sin to one another. Not saying, yeah, not like, because ultimately that is a display of how the Lord is working in you. For right. you to be... In, yeah, because, I mean, we we can talk about this. We've talked about this. Like, Brianna and I don't have it all figured out. And we Gosh, are no. not, and our lives have not been without suffering or have not been without sadness. So, when we are sharing this joy, when I tell you it really is only Jesus that we can be this joyful, I'm not lying. Like, right. that is not fake. Because it's not in me. Y'all don't want to see me out here in this world without Jesus. You no. do not want to see me out here. No. Hood rat. I'm not. I'm going to be doing hood rat with things with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. But um, you're right. But you're, you're right. But really. I mean, you. I mean, when you've been through some hard things, some dark times, mm-hmm. that's when you can really come out on the other side of it. If you're in Christ mm-hmm. and say, only Jesus. Yeah. Only yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And when you're talking about humility, who better to look to than Christ? Mm-hmm. Philippians 2. Yeah. We read this at our wedding. Dalton and I read it to each other um, in exchange Bibles. I That's recommend right. that uh, if you're looking for something to do at your wedding. Uh, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy. Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord mm. to the glory of God the Father. That's good. Christ was humble. Yeah. Christ, the very Son of God, God himself in the flesh, didn't think highly of himself. Mm-hmm. He was gentle and he was lowly. Yeah, that's good. Yes. And also, I also want to, like, 
share and I guess kind of I guess kind of end or right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. on kind of a good Kyle actually opens his sermons up with this verse as well like every time he starts to preach and I kind of want to end on it a little bit or to close start closing out on it because if you're doubting okay who am I in Christ in Christ and you know what kind of you know, what am I supposed to think about myself? If I'm not supposed to think too much, too high about myself, and I'm not supposed to think too low about myself, like what what do we do? Like, and this is First Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people. But now you are God's people. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And that's all of our stories. Yeah. Once we had not received mercy, and now now we we have. have. Yeah, that's good. That's the difference, right? That's the only difference in a believer and an unbeliever. Mm -hmm. You're not in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Jesus stands in the courtroom. And says, I've got her. Mm -hmm. I've got him. Mm -hmm. They're covered. Mm -hmm. They're covered in my blood. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, stop striving. Yeah. Stop working. Yeah. Right? The work has been done. Mm -hmm. You got to live in light of that. Yeah. You got to bear fruit and you got to show other people Jesus. But you're not working for your salvation. Yeah. And it's a free gift. Right. It's offered to you. Right. The gospel is there. Right. Like, repent and believe the gospel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, anything Dang. else? Uh, anything I say is just going to be for myself. So. I know, I know, I know, yeah. I can't so, say nothing else. what emoji? What emoji are they dropping? Ooh, okay, so the last one was the dress emoji. Yeah. Remember that? So they did that. And then, okay. There is a church emoji. Oh, yeah. Um, or there's a... Oh, church. we said the, um... Oh, we said the cross emoji. Remember in was our first there, one we recorded? Is there a cross emoji? Yeah. Okay. So the, drop the purple cross emoji. Yes, purple background. Yeah, if whatever. You, if you listened cross this emoji. far. Yeah. Uh, next week. Join us next week because we're going to have a little Q&A fun, fun talk. Maybe toss a little conspiracy theory in there. Yeah. Moon landing fake? Question mark? Titanic? Not really Not the Titanic? Really. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So definitely join us next week. It'll be a little more chill, laid back. I'm going to probably share some school stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that we were able to get this recorded. And I know. Hopefully. Yeah. Dude, praying. if it's deleted, we're done. I'm quitting. <laughs> Actually done by yeah. last episode. Yeah. <laughs> we already beat the odds. Yeah, right. Well, drop a cross emoji if you listened. Yep. And we love you guys. We're thankful for y'all. And just walk in the freedom that only Christ can bring. 